My name is John Omerchata, and this is the Gunpowder Pot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And this is my Wednesday night special. Um, this is going to be a little bit different, uh, just because of a couple of different reasons. Um, I've been fairly busy the last couple of days with work. I haven't been able to really uh, prep too much for this. But I did want to um, cover Protocol 12, which is odd that I'm going to end up doing a, a series on all the protocols. And... Um, and that I'm starting on this one right now. But, um, you know, I mean, there is reasoning behind it because it, it really was the, I don't know, I don't know if I want to say it's necessarily the absolute um, deciding factor on um, me doing this because I think when I decided that um, I was probably back on Protocol 9 or 10 or something like that. But uh, there's just a couple of things that really, really stuck out. And so what I'm going to do, this is probably going to be a breakdown of the next couple of days. This episode, probably not going to be as long as normal, just because I got to get to bed. Day's catching up to me. Um, been a long day. Um, so, you know, um, might as well just jump right into it. So we're starting with Protocol 12. I'll more than likely in this series come back to it. <clears throat> and trying to keep a, a like uh, a numerolo numerological N numerolo numerological numerological <laughs> that's not how you say that numer numerolog fuck it you know what I mean in, in terms of number <laughs> number order numerological is that numerical <laughs> motherfucker I'm retarded numerical order so. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to it. Any hizzle. Um, when it comes to the protocols, they it co comes up under a couple of different uh, names. Gonna get yawned out. See what I mean? Hum. Super professional. The protocols of the elders of Zion. Now, when you look that up, I'm looking it up on DuckDuckGo. I, I didn't even go through uh, through Google, but uh, even when you start off, let's take the the Wikipedia. Um, uh, description of it and it's going to have a couple of different names just here so one is the protocols of the elders of Zion you have another one the protocols of the meetings of the learned elders of Zion and there, I believe there's like two or three other names that you could call it but right away it says this thing the protocols is a fabricated anti-semitic text purporting to describe a Jewish plan for global domination um they also call it a hoax, which is shown to be plagiarized um, from several earlier sources. I've only seen one that they've used, and I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was first published in Russia in 1903, so they even talk about it. Remember, this is early 1900s, if not maybe even before that. Um, it was, let's see if they say who. Yeah, so the publisher was uh, Zanama. Zanamia, um, and they were uh, only in operation between two, 1902 I think 1902 and 1903. Finally published in English in 1919. Uh, funny, funny thing. Henry Ford actually uh, funded printing 500,000 copies that were uh, distributed throughout the 19. Uh, I'm sorry, the United States in, in the 1920s. Um, a lot of this is just right here on on. Um, Wikipedia, but let's go out to uh, Britannica.com in which they'll say the same thing. Uh, protocols of 
Motherfucker. I don't want to give you money. Continue to say. Um, fraudulent document that served as a pretext and a rationale for anti-Semitic, mainly in the early 20th century. The document purported to be a report of a series of 24 meetings held at Basel, Switzerland in 1897 at the time of the First Zionist Congress. There were uh, Jews and Freemasons were said to have made plans to disrupt uh, Christian civilization and erect a world state under the joint rule. Liberalism and socialism were to be the means of subverting Christendom. If subversion failed, all the capitals of Europe were to be sabotaged. Um, it even talks about it being printed in Russia in 1903 by Zanamia. Uh, they spell it a little bit different in this one. Uh, to, 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 to spurious characters of the protocol were first revealed in 1921 by Philip Graves of the Times in London, who demonstrated their obvious resemblance to a satire on Napoleon III. Also, who did they call Machiavelli? Is it Machiavelli? Is it Machiavelli? By the French lawyer Maurice Jolly, published in 1864, an entitled dialogue on Dude, I can't speak French very well. I almost said Spanish. Yeah, Machiavelli um, at Monte, Montesquieu. Dialogue in Hell between Machiavelli and Montesquieu. So that was the name of it. Never read it. Heard about it, but I never read it. Um, so I think the, 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 the examples that they give were like 10. 10 paragraphs from the 24 protocols, which were meetings, and like 10 paragraphs of this other... It was only 10 out of the total of 24 protocols. 10 fucking paragraphs that they tried to say were um, of the utmost importance of, of having been... Um, what's that word when you copy somebody else's shit? Taken from that, that book. Anyway, um, I am starting to... I'm, I'm calling bullshit. It's not even starting to. I'm calling bullshit. Uh, shit, I mean, if... if <laughs> what do you think they would say? If if uh, if they were found out, right? And I'm not necessarily saying again. I'm going to stand by the the statement that this is not an all Jewish uh, conspiracy to run the world. I don't believe that it is. I believe that there are bad people um, that come from all groups, and that in this particular um, piece of work, that there are some bad people who just so happen to be Jewish. And they're using, um, as opportunists do, um, their Jewish um, faith or ideology, probably more so to do with their, their Jewish uh, ancestry in order to push this, in order to, I don't know, maybe get other people to do it as well, other Jews as well. But uh, I by no means think that all Jews are, are caught up in this. I just think there are some assholes who just don't happen to be Jewish that are push, pushing some, some, some pushing some shit like this. So anyway, protocol number 12. This is going to be a little bit boring. I'm sorry for it to be because you're just going to hear me reading um, and then kind of stopping here and there where I, I think certain parts are, are important. Now, um, like I said, this is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Not a little bit, probably a lot of it. We're already about eight minutes in. I don't know, maybe carry on for about 20 minutes, cut it off here, maybe do another one tomorrow night. 
and so forth and so on. And maybe even throwing in a couple of uh, other uh, episodes that don't have to do with the protocols. I just wanted to really get started on this. This is kind of the spark, right? Because uh, I got to get to bed. Anyway, uh, protocol number 12, uh, the word freedom, which can be interpreted in various ways, is defined by us as follows. Freedom is the right to do that which the law allows. This interpretation of the word will at the proper time be of service to us because all freedom will thus be in our hands since the laws will abolish or create only that which is desirable for us according to the aforesaid program. We shall deal with the press in the following way. What is the part played by the press today? It serves to excite and inflame those passions which are needed for our purpose, or else it serves selfish ends of parties. It is awesome. It is often vapid, unjust, mendacious, and the majority of the public have not the slightest idea what the ends the press really serves. Sorry. Um, the public have not the slightest idea what ends the press really serves. We shall saddle and bridle it with a tight curb. We shall do the same also with all production of the printing press. For where would be the sense of getting rid of the attacks of the press if we remain targets for pamphlets and books? The produce of publicity, which nowadays is a source of heavy expense owing to the necessity of censoring it, will be turned by us into a very lucrative source of income to our state. We shall lay on it a special stamp tax and require deposits of caution money before permitting the establishment of any organ of the press or of printing offices. These will have will then have to guarantee our government against any kind of attack on the part of the press. For any attempt to attack us, if such still be possible, we shall inflict fines with mercy. I'm sorry, without mercy. Such measures as stamp tax, deposit of caution money, and fines secured by these deposits will bring in a huge income to the government. It is true, it is true that party organs might not spare money for the sake of publicity, but these we shall shut up at the second attack upon us. No one shall with impunity lay a finger on the aerial of our government infallibility. The pretext for stopping any publication will be the alleged plea that it is agitating the public mind without occasion or justification. What do you think is going on right now? This censorship, and what is the backing behind that? What is the justification behind censoring um, Infowars to start? It's because they were, they were, um, essentially to, to the mainstream, they said that they were lying. They were telling people things that weren't true, fake news, who actually it was the, the media who started saying it right before Trump did. Trump just, he didn't coin it. He just took it and ran with it. And he pointed out that the, the mainstream media was fake news, but they canceled Alex Jones off of everything at once. Everything at once. And their justification was that it was because he was dangerous. He was pushing conspiracy theories. The fucking guy had been 
pushing conspiracy theories or truths since uh, the late 1990s, along with Bill Cooper. So we had to wait until 2016 or 17. What was it? 16 or 17, something like that, to finally say, oh, well, you know, 20 years is enough. <laughs> no, there was something that happened. Trump won. And Alex Jones was really good at what he did. He was effective. And so were all of, and are, all of the um, alternative news sources. And I don't mean news in the sense of like, you know, Channel 7 news or whatever that you hear, um, that, or that's on every night. But more so real news. Real shit that uh, went down. People like Elisha Schaefer who go to these places and um, video record uh, the things that are happening. I mean, the places isn't like, you know, the, the anytime that there's a major thing like uh, Kenosha, right? Or or other times that he's went to like, um, what's that liberal place over in Oregon that they uh, they took over the six block radius or whatever. You know what I mean? That place. So Elijah Schaefer would go down there. You th fucking news didn't go down there. But Elijah Schaefer did. And he videotaped what was really going on. And, you know, in a lot of places, it, was, it wasn't as bad as other people were pointing out. But then again, you know, some people got killed out there. They didn't allow for police to come in. Um, and then they turned around and blamed uh, the fire department and the ambulance for not, or the rescue for not being able or for not going in. Um, not understanding the, 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 uh, procedures, the, what is it, SOP? Is it SOP? Um, see, that's how long it's been since I was in fire. I should know that. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's all the alternative news sources that they're trying to shut up and censor, uh, to the fact where they're, they're going after, um, Parler and Gab. They want to shut this shit down. They want to control it all. And um, their justification is saying that the other side is telling lies. So, again, I just want to remind you, this is early 1900s. This is a fucking nearly 120 years ago that they're saying this stuff. But this stuff is supposed to be fraudulent? What? Forgery. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Anyway, I beg you to note that among those making attacks upon us will also be organs established by us, but they will attack exclusively points that we have predetermined to alter. You know what that is? It's controlled opposition. That's exactly what it is. So they do have agents of controlled opposition. Um, and they're saying it right there. Not a single announcement will reach the public without our control. Interesting. Remember the shit that was going on during 9-11 for anybody that's old enough? You remember the lady that was running her fucking cocksucker about um, Building 2 going down? And she was standing in front of fucking Building 2? Do you remember that? Before it went down? she was talking about it and it was it was it was a window it wasn't the fucking it wasn't a green screen she wasn't in she wasn't in the room for the green screen she was actually standing in front of a fucking window running her fucking mouth about it falling and it hadn't fallen yet but it did it's controlled opposition they've had it for a very long time even now this is already being attained 
by us inasmuch as all news items are received by a few agencies in whose offices they are focused from all parts of the world. Again, with 9-11, um, that was really where people started to learn that um, all of the news agencies were receiving packages about what they were to talk about, about what they were to say. Um, if you remember, I th was it 2017 or 2018, there was a video a video that went around that all of the alternative talking heads um, covered. And I don't mean alternative talking heads in a negative fashion, but um, that they all covered. Um, I think I first saw it with Mark Dice. He's, he's That's a trusted dude. Um, and in the video, it showed news channels from all over the, the United States that were saying the same exact thing. And it would go to like fucking... You know, I don't know, Syracuse, and then it would go down to uh, Dallas, and then it would go up to um, Portland, and then it would go down to Miami, and then it would go to like Chicago, and then Nashville, and then it would, they would say the same exact thing, and then whoever did the editing did a great job because then they synced all of them up and put all of these different news channels, um, their broadcast on the same, on the same screen. And they were all talking in the same exact fucking way, covering the same exact package that was given to them. That's what you have here. That's what you have here. They're talking about the news packages right here in a fucking document from 1903. They didn't have... They didn't... When, when did they come... Fuck it. Because huh, I don't know this. I'm not going to pretend that I do. When was the television invented? Now, I know what your argument could be is, well, they still had radio back there, dumbass. Yeah, sure. Sure, they did. Concept of television was work many individuals in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. Fuck, was it back in a, introduced in the late 1920s? TV set... Television set, also called television receiver, television TV set, TV, or blah, blah, blah. That combines a tuner, display, yep, 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 television. Introduced in the late 1920s in mechanical form. Okay, so, all right. Historical timeline, evolution of the television. Yeah, anyway. So, arguably, like, news as we know it to be given... Um, I mean, I guess you could say, it, your argument could be, well, there was still radio. Sure. Sure. But in this, in this fashion, I'm not saying that they knew about TVs and whatnot. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, I, I am pointing out that this is news packages that were given out. Hands down. I think I'm, like, focusing too much on, like, television news sources. But anyway, um, this is still, uh, exactly that, that we saw from, you know, 9-11, and and everything after that and probably for decades obviously this came out in the in 1903 so um for the last 120 years it's probably been like this but certainly in the last few decades um prior to night uh to 2001 and certainly in the two decades after um it's been it's been um like this where they give out news packages of of what you are to cover as a as an anchor um 
received by a few agencies and whose offices they are focused from all parts of the world. These agencies will then be already entirely ours and will give public uh, pu publicity only to what we dictate to them. Uh, we already know, sorry, if already now we have contrived to possess ourselves of the minds of the Goy, as in anybody who isn't Jewish, uh, of the Goy communities to such an extent that they all come near looking upon the events of the world through the colored glasses of those spectacles we are setting astride their noses, if already now there is not a single state where there exist for us any barriers to admittance and to what Goy's stupidity calls state secrets, what will our position be then? when we shall be acknowledged supreme lords of the world and the person of our king of all the world. I don't know who they're talking about there. Maybe the Antichrist. Um, let us turn again to the future of the printing press. Everyone desirous of being a publisher, librarian, or printer will be obliged to provide himself with a diploma instituted therefore. Um... Is that is that like the start of of college? Is that not that I'm saying that college didn't start before that, but is that the start of like you have to? What's the word I'm looking for? Dave Smith talked about it the other day. The licensing and shit that you get from like you have to have for the most mundane shit like cutting hair. You have to have a license for. Does that make sense? Like where I'm going with this? Um, that it seems as though. In order to, I mean, in this particularly, a publisher, librarian, printer, you know, author, what have you, um, right here they're talking about having to need a diploma from an institution, essentially that they see fit, right? Um, but I'm wondering if this is where it started, where like this bullshit licensing for, stu you know, stupid things, um, like being a barber or whatever it is. So... Anyway, um, with the diploma instituted, therefore, which in case of any fault will be immediately impounded. With such measures, the instrument of thought will become an ed uh, educative means in the hands of our government, which will no longer allow the mass of the nation to be led astray in byways and fantasies about the blessings of progress. Is there any one of us who does not know that these phantom blessings are the direct roads to foolish imaginations which give birth to anarch anarchical relations of men among themselves and towards authority, because progress, or rather the idea of progress, has introduced the conception of every kind of emancipation, but has failed to establish its limits? See here, it kind of, like that kind of, I'm not super certain as to if because i've seen it i've seen them talk about progress throughout this and i don't know if they're if they're i don't know if it has to do with the the like the progressive ideology of today right um but even here it kind of talks about it it even points out that like um it doesn't have a it, its limits but that's what i've been seeing about progressivism for a while now that it's just in in its title title especially someone who's who's a progressive you you don't have a limit you know it's just a slogan for you essentially where it's like progressive but we're going to progress past fixing it um to then again break it you know again and again and again um so i don't know if that's like i don't know it just kind of caught my caught my mind 
All the so-called liberals are anarchists, if not in fact, at any rate in thought, at any rate in thought. Every, excuse me, every one of them is hunting after phantoms of freedom and falling exclusively into license, that is, into the anarchy of protest for the sake of protest. Man, that's interesting. I'll read it again. All the so-called liberals are anarchists. Again, I don't know if they're talking, they can't be talking about like modern day liberals today, could they? They they formed them into this. They formed them into what they are today. You know, retards, essentially. I don't know. I feel like the, the liberals they're talking about is the classical liberal. You know, the those who, I guess today we would call libertarians. Because anarchists tend to be libertarians, and libertarians vice versa. Anarch and, and there's there's a couple of different like flavors of anarchism. Um, I don't know them all, but I knew I do know that you have oftentimes anarchists are just people who um, want total freedom, not not communists, you know, not because that would be the exact opposite. Because communists want the government. Um, they they say it's it's the people, but it always it always comes down to um, a small minority that end up running everything, um, and they they're all for the government running every aspect of your life, growing so large that it runs, it, it controls every aspect of your life. So this is just a it this is something that I kind of scratch my head at when it comes to this, and something that I certainly um, did take note of and and uh i don't know maybe it'll come out in one of the other protocols and maybe even oh, in the middle or at the end of this one anyway um we turn to the periodical press we shall impose on it as on all printed matter stamp taxes per sheet and deposits of caution money and books of less than 30 sheets will pay double. So this is um, something I was watching. I know I've been eating up all the content from basically Dave Smith um, lately. I mean him, Elijah Schaefer, Eric July. And um, I started it, – it's funny how like the waves kind of change after so long. And, and um, then all of a sudden I'll go back to, you know, right now it's, it seems like it's turning over to Alex Jones. I haven't been listening to Gavin McGinnis. Maybe it might go to Gavin McGinnis and uh, um, maybe Stefan Moylano or something like that. But in listening to um, Dave Smith on with the uh, – what is it? Legion of Skanks, which there it's three guys and they're all comedians. They had on um, Schultz. Um, he's a comedian that's been coming up for the last couple of years, Andrew Schultz. Um, I didn't know really where I stood with Andrew Schultz. Uh, he seemingly is just, I mean, he's, he's essentially, I guess, kind of the epitome of, of the, uh, the, um, comedian because he takes shots at everybody. Although I think, I feel like he's a little bit more lefty. He's got a buddy that's, uh, um, I think he's the the head guy on the Breakfast Club, which is like a um, like a R and B like news or, or a talk show or some shit. It's got uh, what's his name? Something something the God. I hate saying his name because it's blasphemy. But um, he's got a lisp. I can't stand that little fucker. He's the one that um, 
uh, fucking what's his name? Uh, Biden went on with and where the famous, um, infamous saying from Biden came from that if you don't vote for me, you're not black. That he was on his show and he's friends with Andrew Schultz. Um, he was the same one. Um, the the. Um, the guy that Biden said that to, he was the same one that um, Hillary Clinton said to him. Uh, they said, what do you have in your purse? And she said, hot sauce. If you remember that, that was him. That was the breakfast club with that little shit, the little fucking lispy little cunt. Um, he's a real twat. It, he is He is. He is just a piece of work. But uh, Andrew Schultz is friends with him. So anyway, I mean, long story, long story but um, – they on the Legion of Skanks with Andrew Schultz the other day. They were all talking about comedians and um, where there's so many more comedians out today that you're going to find parallels in what people joke about, right? Because they're talking about joke stealing and things like that, which is huge in 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 comedy. Um, I shouldn't say huge, but when it happens, it's like a big deal, and that's what I meant by huge. Well, much in the same way. Um, I'm reading, I've read about the stamp tax a couple times in this. This is something, this is one of the paragraphs. I don't know which paragraph it is in here, but it's a paragraph that, uh, they say that they call, um, the protocols of forgery, uh, or fraudulent in a forgery because of one of these paragraphs in protocol 12 that was taken from this book or, or that they say is similar to this book. Dude. This is the type of shit that this is what they were talking about on the Legion of Skanks. Like, this is a parallel. I've talked about a stamp tax before. Like, that was, I have, I just went through some of my old notes on, like, shit that I was writing back 20 years ago. And, um, I was writing about a stamp tax. Not that I'm, like, pro this shit or anything like that, but, you know, people, especially when it came to long before email, if you remember that, um, you had to ship your, your, your mail through the mail the physical mail so um you know they had stamp taxes and 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 i think that there is there's certainly a parallel and and that's actually the funny thing people think that it's like it's it's um what did one judge call it i think it was in the 1960s in the united states one of the judges was like oh yeah it's 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 foolish um plagiarization or whatever that's another one plagiarization i think that's actually the real word i was looking for earlier but um the judge said that and it's like no they're not exact um they're similar but it's almost like parallels you know to have that many parallels all right maybe that's a little bit more of an argument i suppose but at the same point again this is back in the early 1900s this shit's coming true right now like the the news package that should really fucking get you that is a fucking big deal for them to have this in here in in 1903 and that shit's been going on certainly for the last 20 years um that i've known of uh and not only that the fucking video just came out a few years back where it proves that this shit's going on i mean it's it's just it's this is too much of a coincidence um for it to be a coincidence it's something more. There's a purposeful intent behind the shit that's happening today. And I think that this protocols of the wise men of Zion um, is something that can explain it. Ah, so anyway, we shall impose on it as on all printed matter, stamp taxes per sheet and deposits of cautionary money. I think it was exactly this paragraph. And books of less than 30 sheets will pay double. We shall reckon them as pamphlets in order. 
on the one hand to reduce the number of magazines, which are the worst form of printed poison, and on the other, yeah, it was. You remember all the fucking magazines and shit in uh, in grocery stores and whatnot, like back fucking in the 1990s? And uh, how everybody, it's just everybody knew. But up until then, like 1970s, like people were actually, look. what's that one magazine? It's still out today, but it's like, you know, Johnny and Melody saw the, saw the, um, Bigfoot, you know, or like the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, it was like all of these ridiculous claims and it was, what was the name of it? It was like world books or some shit or not world books, but like world, I don't know, whatever. But, uh, it's funny that they pointed that out and, um, and, and we had that, we did have that. It really was a poison for a long time, but anyway, and look at Time Magazine, like the one that came out this this year, where they admitted to stealing the election. Yeah. And on the other... And on the other, in order that this measure may force writers into such lengthy productions that they will be little read, especially as they will be costly. At the same time... So what they were doing there is they were forcing... Um, books less than 30 so they were they were forcing people into into corners um in writing so that they could control it uh by making them write too much in which they knew that nobody would want to read it because it was too much which is kind of what i'm doing right here like i'm i'm kind of wanting to get off right here um in a minute uh, probably at the end of this paragraph that way like because I, I understand what this shit will put you to sleep. Me reading this to you without breaking it down, it'll fucking put you to sleep. Well, that's what they knew too. In order to like force people who weren't complying with them to, by law, have to write more than than normal, um, and not just a little bit, but a lot of it. It would it, people wouldn't want to read their shit. You know, a lot of people like you know. Even back then, people wanted easement. You know, I mean, after the industrial explosion um in the industrial era uh machines made everything easy and so once people realize that shit can make you make things easier why would they want to go do something that's harder and they knew this um especially as they will be costly at the same time what we shall publish ourselves to influence mental development in the direction laid down for our profit will be cheap and will be read uh voraciously the tax will bring vapid literary literary ambitions within bounds, and the liability to penalties will make literary literary mm, literary men dependent upon us. And if there should be any found who are desirous of writing against us, they will not find any person eager to print their productions. Before accepting any production for publication in print, the publisher or printer will have to apply to the authorities for permission to do so. Thus, we shall know beforehand of all tricks preparing against us and shall nullify them by getting ahead with explanations on the subject treated of. Holy fucking shit. I mean, it's just, it's, it's all of the above. Like, that's not, put that in the context of like 500 years ago. It can still be it can still be applied, right? It, put it in context of a, of two thousand years ago, three thousand years ago. It can still be applied. So this, what I just read in that paragraph, it's not like it's overwhelmingly unique to what's going on right now. And that's what I'm like saying. Holy shit, this is incredible. 
it's all of it. Like there's too many things here. And this, in just this one protocol, this is all about the news. I don't know if you picked up on that, but this is this one protocol is how they will control the news. Each one of these is a meeting. It's not just like a book that somebody came out with and they had one meeting and they covered all of it. It's each one of these protocols. So they had 24 meetings in which they discussed all of this shit. And then they wrote it all down. And then somebody leaked it. Again, I really don't think that it's a, it's a, um, a Jewish thing. Um, there's, there's certainly Jews out there that, that, like my cousin, trust me, my cousin who's half Jew, this fucking twat has nothing to do with like some Jewish um, uh, plan to control the world. Has dick to do with that. He's, he's, he's easily controlled by the left because he's a great big old pussy. But um, <laughs> like, it's it's uh it's not all Jews. Um, and I'm not saying that because I wanna I wanna appease you know uh, the left or somebody who would call me an anti-Semite. Call me whatever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. This shit is real. There's somebody out there that had done this. There's a group of people who have been out there for a very long time. I believe that they are the Illuminati. You can believe they are whoever the fuck you want to believe they are. Um, but this lays it out. This lays it out. And, and it's, it's like I said, it's not just one paragraph that like, you know, shocks me into, holy fuck, this is really going on. It's all of it. Every protocol from reading the very first one and going through it to the point where it was like, dude, I got to talk about this on the website or on the, uh, on the podcast. This shit is intense. Just in what I read, I read a fucking page about a full two pages. That's all I've read so far. And the amount of information that's in here that's fucking applicable to today that was wrote 120 years ago, at least, is fucking blowing my mind right now. So anyway, um, I will uh, I'll pick up on this, make a little note. That's where I left off on this little bitch. Um, I'll pick up on that tomorrow. Like I said, sorry guys, I gotta get to bed. I gotta get some sleep. Um, yeah. So I'll pick up on this and we'll. Um, we'll cut it up, you know, it's only, uh, one, one, two, maybe three pages and then maybe I'll just finish it all tomorrow night or tomorrow day whenever I can. So look forward to that. Thank you for listening. Um, if you've got any questions, concerns, if you have any, uh, anything you want to talk to me about, you can always email me at me tv 1105 at gmail.com. That's M E T V 1105 at gmail.com. Or you can find me on any social networking platform. Just search out John Omerchada, with the exception of Twitter, because I am indefinitely suspended for life. Um, indefinitely suspended for life? That doesn't make sense. Uh, who else? I'm still on Facebook. I mean, I can get on Twitter, but why bother? It's just a great big old shitty place. I don't know. Maybe I might jump on there and tell some people go fuck themselves. Maybe I might jump on there and tell somebody that they're a retard twice in the same post. <laughs> it's ridiculous any his uh i hope you enjoyed i'm like i'm like stalling to get off i don't know why be accountable be responsible don't be liberal